Welcome to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, today's show is a little bit different. This is where I was interviewed with May Vu as part of her recent summit. And the conversation was so rich, I thought, you know what? I want to share this with my community uh, who listen to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, i.e. you. So we talked about a lot of things that I know is going to be helpful. And that's why I'm sharing the interview in its entirety. Now, I spoke about so many things, including my career journey, which led me to where I am now. So go ahead and listen to how I'm talking about my story, how I weave in, you know, the various milestones, which now has very much become part of what I'm teaching and what I'm sharing today. And as you listen to it, start to think about how can you shape and define your own story as you continue to introduce yourself. Whether you're on summits, whether you're speaking to a potential client, a joint venture partner, all of that, you can use the same principles. I also shared a lot of golden nuggets around positioning yourself, some of the common barriers that can keep you stuck from standing out, being seen as that authority in your field, as well as getting paid what you're worth. One of the biggest reasons why we struggle, we all can struggle with this, is that we devalue our gifts, we devalue our strengths, our knowledge, and when we devalue it, then that really impacts negatively on what we charge. So I hope you get some golden nuggets from that right through to developing an empowering mindset and so much more. By the way, if you haven't already come on over and connected with me and other our other community of uh, change makers, I'd love for you to do that so that I can learn more about you, more about your business, as well as just check in to see what kind of topics are you going to find helpful as I plan for future shows on this podcast. So all you need to do is go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers, podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash change makers. I'll see you soon. Cannot wait to learn more about you and your business. Now onto the show. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the summit. And I'm very honored and also such a privilege for us to have Anne-Marie Cross, um, the Queen Podcast, in the show today. Um, She's a very well-established brand communication and podcast strategist and working with executive and consultants and also coaches around the world to get their um, message out there and get noticed and also get paid their worth. Um, And it's such a privilege for me to actually interview her and and asking her the questions to get her knowledge and sharing with all of you here um, her brilliant knowledge because as a woman, she's such a wise woman having it all with the career, thriving career and success career and 
also at the same time a very happy relationship as well. So welcome, um, Annie. And we would love to know more about you and what you do. Yeah, fantastic. Thank you so much for the opportunity, May. Well, I started uh, working in my own business quite a number of decades ago and started off working in the career industry, so working with executives and professionals, helping them to get noticed, get hired, get paid what they're worth. And then later on, moved to working with entrepreneurs because many of my clients then decided, you know what, we want to open up our own business. We've got a lot of expertise to be able to start our own consultancy and incorporate coaching. And so started working with entrepreneurs, again, helping them get noticed, get hired, but paid what they're worth with clients. And then in 2008, that was when the global financial crisis hit. And there was so much doom and gloom by, you know, traditional media, mainstream media, that a colleague and I decided we need to be the voice of hope and inspiration amongst the doom and gloom. We knew that things were tough. We knew that things needed to change the way that we did job search. You know, our clients did job search and we knew if they continued to listen to the negativity, it was going to negatively impact their mindset, how they would go out and find opportunities that were there. It was just going to take a little bit longer and use a little bit different strategy. And then, of course, how do I approach an interview and position myself, not from a scarcity, I have to get this job, but more from a how can I add value and be seen as this must-have candidate on the team. And and then we transitioned after that to doing podcasting now. Of course, what that's saying, the, the rest is history. So I've always had a podcast as a way to get my message out. And now, of course, I'm helping my clients do the exact same thing, launch their own Thought Leader podcast so that they can really make a bigger difference in the, in the world and make an impact with their message. So uh, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, it's amazing. She is a founder of Industry Thought Leader Podcast and also the Thought Leader, uh, Industry Thought Leader Podcast Network where a lot mm. of um, her clients and also a lot of amazing coaches share their their mm. leading experts, their thoughts. And I, I just love how you name it, like Thought Leader, because we really need those um, leader of mm. thoughts of how to change your mindset, how to change your energy around chaotic world and situation right now as, mm. as such. Um, so I'm very happy um, t- when you mentioned about transitional time because we mm. are a little bit in that transitional time in this world right now. Yeah. And um, how did you help them overcoming the fear of the unknown, the fear mm. of like going from where they were so sustainable and such like a, a, an income, which is okay, but it's not great. But moving to the unknown of, am I not am I that person to share the message am I really worthy of getting paid for nothing like it's really the ability to make money out of thin air Mm. Um, so how did you help them what kind of fears they have and how did you get them yeah great question and you know something that I think no matter how many years experience that we've had in something there always is this little seed of doubt isn't that and how can I even presume to add value to this particular topic? And one of the things that I would love to share with your audience today is that they're not alone. So don't 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 think that you're the only person who experiences it. But I want to remind you of the richness that every single experience that you've had, whether you're working in corporate, whether you've had voluntary roles. I know many women often volunteer on different boards, different committees, even when they'll look, you know, looking after children and and 
and juggling a career and with kids. I know many years I volunteered on committees for kindergartens and then, you know, for the for the schools. And there's real value that we add and we learn in that right through to our courses that we've undertaken, the challenges that we've overcome and helped our companies to overcome through problem solving and things like that. When we start to look at all of that, that experience and our knowledge and just how we've contributed, every single piece of that adds value to who you are, what you can contribute, and you need to start to look at it that way, you know, from a value-added perspective. How does my knowing this or how does my helping someone overcome this add value to their bottom line? And there's a shift that we need to do internally first because we can't expect others to see the value in our services and, and what we offer unless we start to recognise that ourselves. It has to start from ourselves first. So on one of the, the, the tips and, and even some of the, you know, the activities that I encourage my clients to do is to write a list, start to document every single success, even if it was part of a team, that's fine, um, but every single success and what was the impact that that had for the company, for your client, even if you're doing, you know, a voluntary role and you start to compile this list of all of those successes and achievements, testimonials, feedback from colleagues what have they said to you oh i love this about you or you this is so easy for you how often do we go oh that was nothing you know what someone that's just complimented you has recognized a unique gift a strength and we need to be able to identify that yeah you know what that is something that i offer and be able to see that as a value add rather than just oh well anyone can do it because guess what not everyone can do that that's your special unique uh, offering and, and gift that you share with the world so those are just a couple of things to start thinking about to look at your previous experience as a real value add and how you're going to be able to communicate with that confidently to someone who needs support in that area because they don't have the experience that you have, they don't have the, the hands-on knowledge and even some of the, you know, the, the courses and the training that we've done. Beautiful. I am so in awe for your sharing. I also have a lot of my clients getting to own their confidence in asking mm. for a raise transitioning to a better department or asking to actually move the ladder and to own more work and and some of them also looking into coaching but what you have shared which is amazing of really getting to know your value that you bring onto this job that you bring onto this world as a person as an experienced person who have a set of stories and and experiences that only you have gone through to actually mm. learn and to recognize that you that such thing can actually add value to the company to other people life as well that is beautiful with that worthiness it's actually hard to actually see how you can um bring your own value like you know that you can get overcome that that experiences but how can mm. you use that knowledge to actually help someone else so how do you help your client in that process of finding her own voice and the, yeah. the inner confident and worthiness as uh, yeah you know we're just doing that at the moment with um, a number of clients who are then going to move forward and bring their message out into a podcast and one of the things that we're doing at the moment is we're looking at documenting the steps that she would take her clients through to get them from stuck 
to success. Let's just map out that journey. When you see the steps that you can take someone through and to get them from where they're stuck to where they're achieving their goals and you document that, you're creating a system, you're creating your IP and that's where you start to look at how can I productize or how can I bring the process because we're, we're very much sharing knowledge, aren't we? We're, we're experts or we're positioning ourselves as experts to be able to help knowledge and you can't package that really in a, a box that you can give to someone but what you're doing in this instance is you're creating IP, so intellectual property, when you are packaging up your knowledge in a real value-added program or offering, but you've got to come up with the steps first. So that's what I help people do. We guide them through because every single step is another win or a mini win in the journey that you're taking your clients through. And you need to recognize that first. You need to then create a system. You need to document that. I've got clients now in the process of giving that signature system or the process a name, a sub brand. For instance, I've called my um, process, you know, podcasting with purpose. It's a bit of a play on words, but it's so true because how I'm helping clients to get their message out and then in a purposeful podcast that makes a difference, that every single message impacts the world one, one message at a time. So that's what I encourage people to do who are transitioning from corporate into, say, a coach or a consultant. You've got to document that process first give it a sub-brand name, and then really as you're positioning it, you do that from a value-added process. You know, when you're talking to clients, you identify, look, one of the first areas that we work with is really identifying this. And the reason is because so many people struggle with this. And if you know your ideal client really well as you're talking them through and explaining it from a value-add, what they're going to achieve, they're going to be going by the end of it, when do we start? Because what you're doing is you're showcasing your knowledge and expertise as a value add. It's speaking into a challenge that your ideal client has been struggling with. You're giving them some insights, you know, which is a promise of value, which is part of your personal brand and offering. So by the time that you have finished speaking with them to give them an idea on what it would be like to work with you, they're ready to go. When do we start? What, what, what way can I work with you? But it's from that value added. You need to get clear on that in your own mind first so that you can talk about it confidently. But the thing is, once you understand what that process is, because it very much is part of the knowledge and the process you take clients through, there's a level of inner confidence that happens because you know that you can support clients who really are struggling to be able to achieve results. And I know that for many of your community, May, they are, you know, purpose-driven uh, coaches, purpose-driven executives who are there doing their work because they want to make such a bigger difference in the world. I'm, I'm sure that they would resonate with that. Yes, and I love how you speak directly to me and also to a lot of the women who are into this process of really owning our value in this world and mm. not just making money but making an impact into other yeah. people's life and how to get known and get the message across and be heard for it and I just want to ask for in uh, on behalf of the corporate woman too like mm. how can they use that added value mindset to really bring on another impact into their their job as well 
Yeah, great question. You know, one of the things that we're talking about personal branding and and often people uh, don't really know what is a personal brand. A personal brand is a number. There's three key aspects that uh, I call it my distinction triad. So it's really three key things. There's aptitude, there's attitude, and there's approach. So your aptitude are, are skills and knowledge that you've learned through studies, through hands-on, um, you know, building awareness and just hands-on work, but also studies as well. Your attitude is really your character, you know, where um, you know, your mindset, your beliefs, and your approach is really how you respond rather than react but how you respond to a situation, the how. And so, you know, and and how I identify personal brand, it's really the experience and the promise of value that you create and that you also, it's your reputation. So if I was to say to you, recall a person who you know um, knows any everything about anyone, she or he is the person that you go to because he knows or she knows exactly what's going on in the workplace or there's someone that you know that you can go to if you're feeling that down and you need a little bit of a laugh. There's someone who has more humour. And so why I share that example is because there is in your own mind, you've got an understanding of someone because they are more like this or they're like that. So you can intentionally create the reputation that, that you want people to think about you from being intentional. But the personal brand is very much who you are and who you want to really be and express in the workplace. So it's around your core values, what's important to you. If you're someone who loves to be able to brainstorm ideas, you are the problem solver, and that's your unique gift and skill, I bet that whenever there's an issue, people in the workplace will go, you need to go speak to Mai because she will be able to help brainstorm those things. That becomes very much part of who who you are, that brainstormer. So you can then be intentional about the projects that you put yourself forward for, you know, the, the meetings that you attend, how you speak up with confidence because you know that that's a gifting, that's a skill. I believe that each and every one of us has unique gifts that were really wired into us from birth and all of the experiences that we have had up till now have been nurturing that gift, nurturing that skill, you know, and uh, we need to then strip away all of the layers, all of the things that people have told us over the years of who we should be, what we should do, but recognise, no, who am I and where are my skills and my gifts? And then just bring them forward because we don't have to try hard because it's part of who we are. But then we do that intentionally. And as you start to do that intentionally and be able to speak about it confidently, not arrogantly, but confidently, that's when you build that reputation, that personal brand as someone who is this, someone who is that. And if if you're in the workplace or whether you're in working, you know, in your own business, you can bring that that personal brand with you. It doesn't it really doesn't change because it's who you are inside, you know, inside. I love it so much because the it's exactly the point I always usually tell to my client, like before you become a coach, like a lot of them come to me and see how I transition from a corporate job into a coach and asking me, how do you do it, my? And I said, before you can actually become a coach, you can start helping people already. You don't have to have a title to actually help people. A lot of the person that I attract to and a lot of people on this summit, I'm pretty sure they have a heart to actually help others, the heart to to have 
that desire to to change other people's lives from mm-hmm. the knowledge that was changing their own life. Yes. And I would just want to send this message across. And I love how you share it. It doesn't change from even a corporate to if you are a coach. It mm-hmm. not Regardless of the title, you can start owning that that gifts that you had mm-hmm. and really see you can bring that gift to the workforce environment to the to the your own uh, coaching practice environment mm-hmm. as long as you are confident that yes i am this person i am this confident about my own set skill the set mm-hmm. skill is never about like um technical set skill it's really about personal how you can move forward in a struggles mm-hmm. yeah so i love how you share it and what is the one tools that you would advise all of the women who have this thought inside like say oh yeah you you can speak about confidence very easily because you have achieved something in your mm. own work for, uh, workplace but what if I don't realize that I'm achieving something I'm still here at this level of work and uh, having this heart but I really don't see myself being that confident mm. how would you help them moving at least one step into yeah. the level of inner confidence. Yeah. That is such a great question, May. And I want to share a story with you. And within that story is the steps that they should take. You know, in my career as a, and when I say career, I mean, this is my own business, working with executives, I would have this all the time because one of the things that I used to do was help people write their documents, their resumes. And we would write powerful resumes that would often give pay rises because people devalue what they bring to the workforce. So let me just share with anyone who's thinking, I don't really have any successes or achievements. I bet if we were to sit down, we could list out at least half a dozen or at least a dozen achievements. I had a client that came to me, would have been about 10 years ago now, and she had worked her way up from, from just a person Friday So working out as an admin and she'd worked her way up very slowly to an office manager. And then she was starting to get some work working with teams and helping, you know, in HR and helping businesses to be able to get more staff morale, team building and so forth and overseeing some projects because she brought the admin with her. And I helped her create a, a resume because she wanted to now position herself for more of that team leader, project manager role. But she said to me, you know, Anne-Marie, I'm an office admin I mean let's just face it that's what I do only an office admin and as soon as I hear that I go here we go all right now we're going to go for a bit of a deep dive for all of the beautiful golden nuggets so I took her through the questioning process and these are the things that I want your your audience to you know your community think about what were the challenges that you were faced with or even your team was faced with what were they that's the challenge The next step, the question is, what did I do? What did the team do? What were some of the suggestions that I made that had an impact to that challenge, disappearing, transitioning, transforming, whatever it is? So write down the actions, all of the things that you contributed, the suggestions that you made. It can be the smallest things such as, well, I helped automate um, an Excel spreadsheet or I helped set up a system that enabled us to pinpoint what we needed to find out from our clients. Okay, you list all of those things. Then the third step is, now, what was the result from that? Even if it's a small 
com, you know, co, um, contribution. What was the result? What is the company now experiencing through you contributing as part of that team or some of the things that you've suggested? And then you start creating this beautiful um, document of all of the, 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 the achievements because they are the achievements. And then what I did with this particular client was I wrote the resume, we tightened up the language, but it was around context, challenge, actions, results. Then you can really get a beautiful snapshot of how you've contributed. And, you know, when she saw the document, she said, I don't know whether to laugh or cry. When I'm reading this document, she said, it's amazing. And she said, I realise that you're talking about me. I would never. But she said, everything that is, is, is what I've done, but I would never have seen it in such a way. But how I want to end the story is this. Uh, several years after that, she came back to me when I kind of transitioned and no longer really wrote, helped help people write their resumes. And she said this to me. She said, oh, Anne-Marie, she said, I really would love you to help me again. She said, because the person that you wrote about all those years ago, I now am able to own with full authority, she said, because I can see I've grown into that person who I knew, who you knew I was because I was delivering that. It just took me a little while to be able to see that. And I share that because you need to be able to recognise the achievements and you need to be able to own that. You know, don't take many, many years to be able to recognise that, but really step into it because if you don't embrace who you are, you're not able to confidently communicate that, whether you're sitting in front of a potential employer or whether you're sitting in front of a potential client. You need to be able to recognise the value that you bring and share it in a way that adds value to them. You know, whenever we're talking in an interview or whether you're talking to a prospective client, yes, you can bring that expertise, but you have to be able to talk about it as a value add to them. How is it going to save your client time? How are you going to save your company time or money or stress or overcoming issues and once you're able to be you know comfortable in speaking about it that way that's when the confidence increases because you know that that's what you bring to the table and so you know it was through that particular client that I recognize that she'd been so successful in her role because she had the aptitude. She continued to develop her skills along the way. She had the right attitude. It was a real positive attitude. If there was a problem, she would just click into place and go, right, let's have a look. What do we need to do? What do we need to do now? What's more long-term? And then her attitude, she always dealt with people in an integral way. They knew even in the midst of stress, she would be, you know, there helping people. You know, she didn't get all, all you know, anxious or anything, but she really maintained that. And that was how I came up with the distinction triad because here was this incredible woman who was just doing a job, you know, um, but making such an impact. And now she could recognise that and move forward with that. So I hope in that story that there's some tips and strategies, but I think stories when we recognise, you know, maybe ourselves and someone else's journey we can realise that, you know what, it's not just possible for me, it is. It is my journey too. Map out what's been your journey and then document that and that's how you start to present that to, to an employer or to a potential client. The, the story, it's just beautifully sharing. What I get out from that story is really your own recognition of your own achievement and, and, and value added to the world um, through exactly how you um, move through the challenges at work. And when you actually 
And when you actually stand up and look into yourself in that higher point of view, you actually see that yes, not everyone take the initiative to do this when the work get tough or not everyone actually take the initiative to move through the fear of getting out there and talking to the potential client that you think you can help. Not everyone can actually do that. I, I was able to do that. That was the first thing that was really helping for me because I moved really fast in my own corporate career as well. I I became a very young manager for luxurious five star hotel when I was just 20, 25, 26 year old. Um, and that, that my own recognition of in this market, there's no one is just like me. No one have the same mindset mm -hmm. and the same, um, skill set and also the same attitude that I have. And I can actually do it and deliver it. And that is how I get the job. And I'm, I'm very sure that that is actually helping anyone listening here to apply to asking for better praise or having a better job or at least moving into the coaching career and starting to own their worthiness. And the yeah. last piece that I just want to ask you is the money mindset. Mm. So you say that get noticed, get hired and get paid your worth, which was your previous, um, um, your previous program and your previous message. Mm. And in that sense, how, how did you help the woman develop a better money consciousness to actually own that? Yes, I deserve this much money. I'm not like greedy. Mm -hmm. I'm not selfish to ask it, but I truly deserve it because I bring with me the value. Yeah. I think um, that's such a great question. It's something that many people struggle with, no matter, again, what, what level they're at in their career or whether they're in the workplace or whether they're in their own business. And I think, you know, if you're devaluing what you bring to the table, it's going to be very difficult for you to be able to charge what you're worth. And, you know, sometimes I've heard even people saying, you know, charge what you're worth. It's very, what's the word? It's very um, substantive because what you may think you are worth is so undervaluing the, the expertise that you have to offer. So if you're having a look at that, that, exercise that I shared around you know what was the outcome that you helped your you know your company achieve and maybe even your clients achieve start to put a dollar value on that and not just a dollar value but also a um, you know a mindset value as well for instance what is the cost and this is another exercise that, that can help you in this what is the cost of them not doing something? If that problem was still an issue because you hadn't contributed and you hadn't implemented these, these things that you've documented, what would that problem cause as far as, you know, their market share, as far as overturning staff, as far as whatever it is, list all of the things that would have continued to happen and even the, the other things that would have happened. You know, often we don't think of the um, the other cost of things, like the cost of an unhappy team member is not just that team member leaving, but what about the, the, the fallout for the existing teams, you know, for the people who are there already and seeing this happen? What about the customers who are not happy anymore because they're not being looked after because there's no morale? So there's a lot of other costs that are associated with that. Document that, get clear on that, and then put a price on that. You know, and I'll leave you. And that's what you need to do. Really start to remind yourself of the cost of them not doing something 
And then also the benefits of them now being able to, you know, work within a situation that has had their problem solved. But the ongoing impact of that, now that that no longer is an issue, you're able to expand your market. You're able to hire more staff that takes them less time to get, you know, working up to speed in the workplace. You're now, so again, document that and then put a dollar value on that. But here's an, here's something, and I'm sure that you've heard this story before, but I want to remind you of this, uh, if, if people haven't heard of this, and it was a, about a mechanic who had someone that came to their workshop, said, look, there's something going wrong with my car. I don't know what it is. So the mechanic popped open the, you know, the hood, had a little look around, went back to the workshop, came back with a hammer, tapped, and then the car started working. And he said, that'll be such and such. And the client went, such and such? That only took you 10 minutes. He said, yeah, but it took me 20 years to know exactly where that issue was. You're not getting paid for the amount of time that you spend with a client and the achievement. You're getting paid for all of the knowledge, all of the studies that you've done. And for some of us, we have spent tens and tens of thousands of dollars on our training. So you need to add that to the, to the equation too. You know, often the service that we provide is priceless because of our clients or our company, you know, the employer had to, you know, travel through this journey and do everything that we'd done to come up to a point with the information and the expertise that we have to offer. They would have to live a lifetime. That's the value that you offer and you need to be mindful of that. So hopefully that story helps as well. It's amazing story and it's so true. It just takes you 10 minutes to actually see what other people are stuck in with their messages and their voice because you was, were already there and having a lot of clients in like 10 and 20 years of your career. And I love it so much. And I really encourage all of you here, if you're thinking of, of getting into this coaching career, if you're thinking of really honing your message and really get paid for who you are, I encourage you to start following Annie Marie um, at Industrial Thought Leader Podcast as well as um, can you tell us where we can find you and learn more from you about this shift, about this transition or about owning this value. Uh, absolutely. And and thank you. I'm, I'm across all of the, the different social media platforms. But one of the things that we've just recently launched, which we're really excited about, um, is Industry Thought Leader Academy. And on that, we've got some training courses there for people who are transitioning out of corporate into their own consultancy. So things such as, you know, your core business foundations, who is your niche, who is your ideal client, um, your message, your sister, all of that is there. But there's also some some great free resources, you know, our five-day free masterclass. We really take people through and help them understand some of the common mistakes that businesses or potential business owners make when they're setting up their, their business. Um, also some money mindset. You know, money mindset is something that we need to always look at because as we're transitioning and stepping forward, there are these paradigms that we come up to. to I mean, we often will bring some of our, you know, things that we've observed even as a child to, to around the money mindset. We've spoken a lot about that today. But then there's also some practical marketing things that you need to do from a marketing aspect of things. And um, so you, I know that you've got the link there. There's also some resources there for people who are still in the workplace, you know, that maybe want to create a document that really shines, that positions them as that, uh, you know, that value-added employer to the employer, as well as um, other resources like interviewing, how do I present myself for 
great interview. So there's resources there as well. But industrythoughtleaderacademy.com is a great place for them to start. Thank you so much, Annie. And I'm sure coming from a place where I transitioned, I saw myself before struggling with all of this. I'm very sure that this is going to be a huge added on value and a good resources place for all of us who have a heart to help and serve to start making the impact uh, and owning our worth through the pay that it is a compensation. I always say it is a compensation for your services to the world. And you, and if you are so good at giving, you have to be good at receiving as well. And yeah. that it is about it. Thank yeah. you so much for joining this summit and sharing your amazing knowledge and wisdom with all of uh, all of us here today. And um, everyone can follow um, Annie Marie at industrythoughtleaderacademy.com. And then I'm going to put the link of her grief into um, the box down below as well. Thank you so much, Annie, and have a beautiful day yourself. You Thank you. You've been listening to Industry Thought Leader Podcast, brought to you by Industry Thought Leader Academy. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry? Access our free five-day money, marketing, and mindset boost masterclass. Go to www.industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. That's industrythoughtleaderacademy.com forward slash masterclass. We'll be